0: Heads up, Richies. In today's episode, we mention sexual assault. Please be advised.
1: So, Brooke, as you know, obviously, and most of our Richies know, we used to be roommates. What? Uh, yeah. Shocking news. That was you? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, it was (laughs) me until you conveniently spun this story... That you and Ross were moving to Vegas. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was like, okay, well, I got to, you know, spread my baby bird wings and fly. Mm -hmm, Got my mm -hmm. own place. And then just as I was getting ready to move out, you guys were like, actually, we're staying in LA. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Which is like, damn, I got to give it to you. Very (laughs) creative eviction strategy.
0: Thank you so much. Like, never has a plan come together better, you know? And then we booked this and I was like, damn it, I have to still talk to her.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. How unfortunate (laughs) for you. Um, But eviction sucks, especially when it's your best friend, let me tell you. stop it. Um, But if you're kicked out the way that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have been, uh, it might, mm, nah, it's not as bad as how I was kicked out, but (laughs) it's not great. So Harry's own dad, aka Mm -hmm. King Charles, is giving Harry and Meghan the boot from their house in England.
0: Yeah, just to clarify, Orisha was not kicked out. Just wanted to that as a disclaimer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it looks like after Harry's memoir, Spare, these three honestly just can't get it together. And there is a weird twist to this royal eviction. Just wait until you hear who the king is giving their house to.
1: Yeah, you know, they're kings. Do they not have a ton of properties? Like, is it just down to one or two? Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah, they got to do a tug of war for it. (laughs) From Wondery, I'm Marisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziprin.
0: It's Friday, March 3rd. And you're
1: listening to Rich and Daily. But I genuinely believe that if me and my family can reconcile, can put our differences behind us, but first there needs to be conversation and accountability. And if that doesn't happen, then that's very sad. So when Prince Harry spoke to Good Morning America back in January, he clearly had high hopes for the future of his royal family. This was, of course, before the release of his memoir, Spare. Mm-hmm. And now it looks like this was just wishful thinking on Harry's part, which is mm-hmm. kind of like he knew what he had put in the book. <laughs> and I'm starting to wonder like, having read the book, I'm like halfway through, like, uh-huh. did he think it wouldn't affect the relationships with the people <laughs> that he mentions in it? Like, yeah, I don't. he doesn't necessarily paint them in the greatest light. And not just the royal family, like a ton of people. Like, he just, yeah. um, So I'm just like, I don't know if he's just very naive or what. Yeah. Um, That's weird. Yeah. But, you know, the book did shatter publishing records. It became the fastest selling nonfiction book of all time. Wow. In spite of that, it's ruffled a lot of royal feathers because it keeps revealing secret details about the family (laughs) that have been kept (laughs) private. And like I just said, celebrities. I mean, we talked about Courtney Cox being like, no, I didn't give her mushrooms. Like, it's just (laughs) a lot of things coming out. Yeah. Um. And now it looks like it's possible King Charles is retaliating. Harry and Meghan's representative confirmed
0: to the media that they are basically being evicted from Frogmore Cottage, which was a property given to them by Queen Elizabeth II as a wedding present. Mm. It's Like, okay. Um. Yeah. You should have registered for that. I yeah. I should have. Um. Screw a honeymoon fund. Yeah. So. It looks like maybe the release of Harry's memoir, like you said, is a factor behind Charles's actions because The Sun reported that the decision to take away their property came just 24 hours after the book was published. But part of me is like stories have been coming out about from this memoir for a while, even before it was published. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's a little sus to me. But um,
1: Well, it's The Sun, so.
0: Uh, true. Um, and R.S. Locke, who is a royal commentator and a writer, said evicting the Sussex family from Frogmore Cottage is transparently punitive and King Charles wanted the couple and the public to know it. And apparently an anonymous friend of Megan's told The Sun, it all feels very final and like a cruel punishment. It's like the family wants to cut them out of the picture for good.
1: And it's like, hasn't that been the case? How yeah. is this new information? This topic has been beaten to death so many different ways, so many different avenues of it. And it's like Harry and Meghan moved away from the royal family. Like they were the ones that were like, we don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. So it just seems like this quote friend of hers. (laughs) It's like, how are we going to call this final and cruel when it's like they want it out? Right. It's just, it's, it's murky. This is also murky and yeah.
2: And
0: it's also Honestly. like the fact that this is still, it's like breaking news. They're still mad at each other. I know.
1: It's like, I okay, know. let us know yeah. when something changes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get to actual front page news, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like who's kissing whom? Yeah. And where? <laughs> yes. So sources have told The Independent that this royal eviction has stunned Harry and Meghan, which again, surprises me. Are they really stunned? <laughs> um it's a major slap in the face considering Frogmore is where they would have stayed for the King's coronation in May. Yeah. And um welcome to the boat of going to expedia.com that's what I've been <laughs> I was doing just gonna and it's say, brutal.
0: I guess now you got to get a hotel suite? Yeah.
1: Airbnb's good luck They're booking up Let me tell you Yeah have fun painting The outside of that thing When you check out (laughs) Yeah you can't afford To lose that cleaning fee Um, Although to be fair Now it's unsure If they'll even be invited To the coronation Mm. Which Mm -hmm. I've been to these Like mass parades Obviously not a coronation But it's not the worst thing To not get invited Let me just say
0: Yeah I mean You know me If I'm not performing In the parade Oh no I don't want any part of it
1: (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. Here we go. Perfect segue. You too. brought it up. <laughs> Did I, though? Yeah, you said I? the word parade. That's all you got to say. God. So there's also, though, another twist to this. Mm-hmm. And this is a twist that no one with any kind of moral compass should be happy about. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, Charles is giving the keys to Frogmore Cottage to Prince Pervert, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Prince Andrew. The one and only. So mm-hmm.
0: after the news broke that Prince Andrew would be moving into the Frogmore property, one source told The Independent that Harry and Meghan are apparently appalled by the decision. And Andrew is an odd choice for this because, as a Mm -hmm. reminder for anyone who forgot, Prince Andrew was named in a 2015 defamation case against Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell when a woman claimed she was forced to have sex with Prince Andrew when she was underage. Now, Buckingham Palace, of course, denied prince andrew's involvement in the assault and last year he reached a multi-million dollar settlement with the accuser to avoid a civil trial
1: mm-hmm.
0: um but a source told the son that <laughs> apparently andrew is resisting moving into Frogmore because it only has 10 bedrooms mm. and he's currently living at the royal lodge
1: which has 30 rooms oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. you know just the idea that these literal grown-ass <laughs> adults are being just gifted properties and it's like, oh no, it's only got 10 bedrooms and I'm staying in a 30 room. It's like, what are you even doing? Yeah. To earn your keep. What do you need those rooms for? That's the real question. All the underage people he's <laughs> assaulting, like the yeah. creep he is. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I hate this. I hate this. I, I don't know why he's not shackled and in prison. I know. Well, we know why. I know. I know why. And I hate it. Um, So the royal's reputation in recent years has not been sterling, obviously, Uh and Harry's memoir did not help at all. And now it looks like all of this sort of drama is having ramifications for the upcoming coronation of King Charles, which incidentally will be happening when I maybe will be there.
0: Yeah, that is news.
1: Yeah. Breaking (laughs) news. That's the front page news The Sun should Uh, be reporting on. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's more solid than their other stories
1: at this point. <laughs> yeah. So according to experts who spoke with Page Six, they're having a really hard time finding anyone to actually perform at the ceremony. Well, this might be your chance. They're like, we'll settle for anyone at this point.
0: <laughs> You're like, I, okay, I'll do it. Say less. Can I get um, Eminem's <laughs> lyrics to lose yourself up
1: on the screen, please?
0: Um, so Page Six and Rolling Stone reported that uh, artists like Adele, Harry Styles, Elton John, the Spice Girls have all turned down invites to perform wow. at the King's coronation in May. Um, most of them didn't really explain why they declined the invite. Elton John did say he had a scheduling conflict. And they were like, what if we move it to a different day? And he was like, oh, no, I'm busy forever. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. that wasn't clear. It's one of those
1: permanent schedule busyness.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, But Simon Jones, who is a publicist for British acts like Little Mix and Niall Horn. Told Rolling Stone, the royal family has faced a number of PR disasters in recent times, and anyone performing at the show would have to consider whether there would be a backlash from appearing amongst their fans. Hmm. So the head of a British music PR company, who's asked to just be referred to as Meg, Mm -hmm. said that these singers might not want to align specifically with Charles, telling Page Six, with Queen Elizabeth II, she was fab and glamorous to some. Charles doesn't add anything. There's not a legacy of his that anyone would
1: want to align with. Dang. Which is fair. That's... (laughs) (laughs) I hope he read that quote, because that quote is just like, wow, put him in his place.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he was like, well, what about Tampon Gate?
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That's an amazing (laughs) legacy.
1: Oh, man. Speaking (laughs) of legacy... (laughs) <laughs> we did talk back in September about how King Charles said he wanted to represent a modern monarchy, mm-hmm. one where tampons are, you know, used freely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he wanted to represent a modern monarchy after Queen Elizabeth II died. But I don't know. Like, is this really the new modern face of the royal family where no one wants to touch you with a 10-foot pole? <laughs> or is this all still the same mess we've seen essentially forever?
0: Um. I don't know. I feel like it's maybe just a different mess, but still a mess. Mm -hmm,
1: Yeah, it mm -hmm, seems like the mm -hmm. same dumb shit (laughs) to me. I just, are there no two-bedroom flats in Victoria that they can (laughs) shuffle Andrew into? I just don't understand. I don't understand the thinking behind this. And honestly, there's a reason, I guess, that I'm in a country that was like, we don't want anything to do with the royals. We just were (laughs) like, let's make our own mess. Yeah. And here we are.
0: I love that you say you're in a country that doesn't want anything to do with the royals, but yet everyone's
1: i know like literally drooling over every story about them, every chance they get. I feel like we didn't used to be this invested in the royals. And I don't know if it's just because, I don't know. There was like Diane and then it like seemed to die down. Nobody seemed to care. And then right. I guess William getting married, that kind of sparked it again. And yeah. it hasn't died down.
0: Yeah. I think just with like the younger, like... With William and Harry, and now they're both married, and there's, like, some younger people to glom onto mm-hmm. and, <laughs> like, make that drama more prevalent. I don't know. I don't know if that's what it is. Maybe
1: that's what, you know, old bag of bones King Charles is like, <laughs> I'm not young enough, no one's talking about me, here's what I'll do. <laughs> yeah, that's that's his strategy. <sighs> mm-hmm. From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziprin. This is Rich and Daily. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com slash survey. If you like our show, please give us a five-star rating and a review and be sure to tell your friends. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. Our theme song is by Gems. Scott Velasquez is a music supervisor for Free on Sync.
0: Peter Johansson is our senior producer. Our writer-producers are Michaela Myers and Liam Garrow. Our sound engineers are Sam Ada and John Lloyd. Executive producers are Tina Rubio
2: and Marsha Louie for Wondery. Have a great weekend, Richies. See you Monday. This episode is brought to you by the effortlessly scrumptious bite of Skinny Pop Popcorn. Imagine this. Perfectly popped,